good, the bad, and the ugly. It's the first week of hockey edition. And we'll hop right into it. Uh, We'll have Habs and NHL, uh, good, bad, and ugly this week. I'll go through the Habs quickly since the first segment was pretty much about how the Habs did this first week. Uh, So the good, uh, Gallagher, I don't think I have to say why. Weber, I don't think I have to say why. Montoya, dethroning Carey Price. Emelin, hitting everything that moves. Petrie, showing up from an injury and scoring goals. Fabulous. Uh, The Dayarnay line, as I explained in this segment before, uh, probably the best line of the Montreal Canadiens. And the fourth line, who are playing like a fourth line and contributing offensively. Uh, All in the good. Uh, so that was the Hab section of good. Now let's go to the NHL. And uh, unfortunately for this week, I have to already break one of my rules. Last week or the week before, I said I would always include any Boston Bruin or Toronto thing in, in the bad. But, you know, Austin Matthews this week, uh, I have to put him in the good and keep him in the good. Because, uh, you know, I don't think we'll ever see a first game like that ever again. Uh, four goals, uh could have had more. I watched that game. Could have had more. And what he brings to this team is is unbelievable. Uh, Toronto looks completely transformed. Uh, every line is playing completely different because of this guy, I think. And uh, I predicted they wouldn't finish last this year, but they'd be in the bottom. I, I, I regret that prediction. Uh, they could play probably better than I think. Uh, this guy is the real deal. And... For Hab fans, you know, probably belongs in the bad just for that, if not the ugly. Ugly. You know, this guy is going to be hurting us for many, many years to come. Uh, but I uh, can't deny talent and and skill like that uh, definitely belongs in the good. And on that same vein, unfortunately, uh, Brad Marchand, who uh, came out of a great World Cup and hasn't stopped. Uh, Ironically, in a past episode, I said maybe I'd stay away from that player because he would go very high all of a sudden. Well, whoever picked him is laughing. Uh, However, I will point out that whoever picked Bergeron isn't because uh, last game Bergeron got injured. Uh, So we'll see how that affects Marchand. I mean, it can't not affect him. We'll see if he can keep up that pace, but uh, you got to give kudos, you know, Marchand too came out roaring. Uh, other other players that came out roaring, uh, Connor McDavid, you know, here's a kid who uh, just got the captaincy, has all the pressure in the world to turn this franchise around, if not this year, very soon. But, uh, you know, people hope this year as well. And uh, kind of in the vein of Austin Matthews, you know, uh, the real deal again. You know, uh, came out roaring. He's got the talent, scoring great goals. I, I have nothing, you know, firmly implanted in the good. And last but not least, uh, P.K. Subban. I think you've heard of him. Uh, defenseman on Nashville, if you haven't. Uh, played a great opening game. Um, you know, scored a power play goal. Uh, you know, P.K. was being P.K. And uh, a lot of good happens when P.K. is being P.K., However, this is a perfect segue into the bad section because uh, he also belongs in the bad. And people say, oh, what did he do bad? Here we go. Well, actually, I'm going to focus on his play as opposed to his personality. Excuse me. And P. 
PK was being PK. And with five minutes left in the game, uh, PK took a really stupid penalty. And again, that's PK being PK. Uh, That's certainly not something I will miss about PK. Uh, And when it happened, I laughed because, you know, anyone who watched the Nashville game will definitely, you know, we saw the good, uh, the good and the bad of PK. Uh, But there's more good than bad for PK. There's no doubt about that, Uh, especially when you have a lot of emotion flowing through you. A lot of it was a very good game, intense game. So uh, PK Subban, though, that penalty with five minutes left was, you know, typical PK. So that was bad. Uh, as well in the bad, let's switch back to the Habs. Uh, Plekanex, who I explained, uh, pulled off his magician disappearing trick, uh, playing defense at minus one. Uh, Sergachev, as we explained earlier as well, uh, you know, bad start, 18 years old, you know, I can live with it. You know, it's not the end of the world. Carey Price was put on the IR. I'm just putting that in the bad because uh, it should even be in the ugly. Anytime Carey Price is put on injured reserve uh, is pretty much a nightmare scenario, even if it's for one day. Well, it can't be for one day, but I think Hab fans know what I'm getting at. So at the minimum, it belongs in the bad. Should be back tomorrow, though. So it's uh, knock on wood for that one. Uh, Montreal face-offs, our inability to win them apart from Darnay is uh, concerning. Uh, if we don't win face-offs, it's going to be hard to win hockey games in the long run. Got to fix that. And the referees, uh, my, my good friends, the NHL referees, who I, uh, you know, they're, they're back to managing hockey games. Uh, things that are being called in the first are not being called late in the third. And uh, the inconsistency is uh, quite a sight to behold, but uh, I think all hockey fans are pretty much used to NHL referees, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to mention it. doesn't mean it doesn't annoy the crap out of me every single game I watch. And uh, in the badge you go. So let's move to the ugly, because believe it or not, there's quite a bit in the ugly this week. I'm going to start with the uh, Buffalo game, actually, against Montreal. And this is an ugly that you just can't prevent. It's, it's you know, no one's fault. It's just ugly, though. And the second period, uh, it was uh, almost injury fest, if not an injury fest. Uh, Mitchell, during a power kill, took a puck to the face. I believe it deflected off his visor and saved his life. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. And then Sergachev took a puck to the throat, I think it was literally minutes later, and I had a second oh my god moment. Uh, you know, I, it's almost unbelievable. I was really worried about Sergachev. He didn't look good on the bench. He was, you know, touching his throat and, oh, just, just you know, you just don't want to, you know, 18-year-old top draft pick taking a puck to the throat in his first friggin' NHL game. You know, I was like, this cannot be happening. However, apparently they're okay, so there's no problems there. Thank the Lord. And uh, Kane, a few minutes later as well, working hard to get a puck, and then a freak play just goes crashing into the boards in a position, you know, and then, you know, the reaction after, just, you know, you know he's hurting. You know he's hurting. You know, you don't know what it is, but that's just, it's got ouch written all over it. Anyways, uh... For about 10 minutes of hockey there, I was just 
white knuckling it uh, with the possible injuries slash real injuries that occurred. Now Kane ended up being the only real injured player. Uh, he's got cracked ribs, which is terrible news for the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, cracked ribs is a week to week injury. There's nothing you can really do to uh, heal it. It just heals with time. And uh, they needed Kane. I mean, Kane was actually one of the better-looking players on the ice. I don't even like Kane. I I think he has attitude problems. I I don't want to really get into that. But he was looking good that first game. And he was working hard to get that puck, and he just went funny into the boards. And that was just ugly, ugly second period in Buffalo. I, I, You know, we went into the intermission. I was just so thankful that everyone was alive. (laughs) So firmly implanted in the ugly. I guess it ended up being a good for the Habs, though, because both our guys are okay. Moving along in the ugly, I'm going to put... I'm not sure who to put it, because I'm not sure what show it was on. It might have been on Dave Morissette's show, but I'm going to say it's TV Aspal, just because it's on that channel. But uh, it was Dave Morissette's show, I'm pretty sure. And uh, the ugly for here is they have this segment uh, after the game where they... uh, It's Dave Morissette, Jose Theodore, and Mike Bossy who uh, go pick up some hockey sticks and and go into this mini hockey rink. And uh, it's this rink that they constructed. It's it's maybe 10 feet by, I don't know, 6 feet. It's, 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 it's tiny, uh, you know, and they stand there with their sticks and they try to explain a play that happened. And, you know, Jose Teodor tries to explain it. From the uh, point of view of the goaltender, sorry, I'm just shaking my head here because I'm going to get to my point here. And like basically they're all three of this play. This thing is so tiny. All three of them are standing in front of each other trying to explain like what happened behind them. And I mean, I just I just don't get it. I mean, really, uh, I just, you know, I I know NFL football does that where they they build this little football uh you know, ground, and, you know, uh, three of them come out and they have a ball and they try to explain. And, and, you know, it's just as stupid as when they do it in football as when they do it in hockey. I would even argue it's a little stupider in hockey because, you know, I mean, uh, these guys are football players, right? You know, I'm, <laughs> so like, you know, you so there's three guys just standing in front of each other with, hit, you know, sticks and, you know, there's 10 players missing here. You know, you're you're trying to explain what's going on around you. Uh, you know, there's two guys standing in front of you holding sticks, you know, fully dressed with ties and gold watches. And it's just, what are you doing? I mean, really, you're just wasting our time at this point with some stupid friggin' gimmick. You know, we, we every hockey fan would be much better served with, with literally you would take out a chalkboard, you know, with a pen and explain the play that way. You know, or uh, here's a crazy idea. Do an instant replay breakdown where you circle things on the screen. Why'd you get rid of that? That that worked well, because then at least there's 10 other players on the ice and I can get a feel of what's going on. Anyways, if I, if I got to watch these guys simulating plays on this tiny miniature rink all year, you know... It just belongs in the ugly. It's it's silly. It's it's miniature and it's amateur. Um, leave it. Leave that for football. Leave it for the football guys pretending they're deking play guys out, living their past glories. I don't need to say to. I don't need to say. You know, I mean, at least give us a butterfly drop, Theodore. You know. <laughs> 
moving along in the ugly. And uh, these segues are perfect. Jose Theodore and uh, P.K. Subban. And this one's a doozy because uh, I catch my breath on this one. I don't know if anyone watched the Nashville game. Great game. Chicago-Nashville. P.K. Subban uh, was playing. His first game for Nashville. And uh, P.K. Subban, like I said earlier, was being P.K. Subban. Was playing with a lot of uh, exuberance, a lot of energy, intensity. Was uh, involved in a lot of scrums. And uh, he scored a a huge power play goal for them. Uh, And as you can imagine, P.K. Subban being P.K. Subban, he... uh, he freaked out and did his fist pump in the center ice thing. And, you know, the place went absolutely ballistic. And uh, any any P.K. Subban fan got their popcorns worth uh, during that game. And, uh, however, I will say this, though. The second period ends and uh, we're treated to uh, Monsieur Bergeron and uh, José Theodore. And uh, José Theodore pretty much almost had an aneurysm about the way P.K. Subban celebrated. Now, it was kind of funny, and because it started with Bergeron praising P.K. Subban's play. Bergeron was very impressed with P.K. Subban. And if anyone knows Bergeron, Bergeron does not hesitate to, to you know, criticize if needed. But Bergeron was very impressed with PK. I believe he said PK was being PK. I, I know this keeps coming up because it's kind of important here. So it goes to Jose Theodore, and Jose Theodore is not happy. And he just doesn't understand what PK Subban is thinking. How he could be so disrespectful to his teammates with his celebration of his goal after he scored his goal by turning around and, you know, put, you know, skating to the center of the ice and fist pumping. And Jose Theodore just does not understand how that could happen, how such a, an injustice occurred. And he is saying so not in a very logical, I'm pointing out to you way. He is yelling this at Michel Bergeron. Pretty much, pretty much just yelling this. And Bergeron's like, but the PK played well. And, you know, kind of chuckling, like, you know, I don't quite, you know. And he's just losing it, just losing it. He doesn't understand how, how, how a guy on an, a new team could, could, could act this way. You know, you're the new guy in the dressing room. You're supposed to act with, with dignity and class and respect. And, and he's just beside himself, just absolutely beside. I, I'm actually amused at this point. And, uh, you know, so, 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 you know, the segment ends. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, did that just really happen? Well, it did. And the more I thought about it, the more it got me upset. I, I you know, I, what just happened? I, I, I don't understand. P.K. Subban is playing one of his better games, and, and Jose Teodor is having a lights-out session on him. And I just I just don't get it. Uh, you know, P.K. was being P.K. Uh, you know, where, where has Jose Teodor been these last six, seven years? You know, has he has he been covering some other hockey league or some other team or I, I, I just don't understand. Uh, you know, 
if I told you P.K. Subban scored in his first game with Nashville and didn't pump his fist, I think that would surprise more people than he did. But apparently Joss is, and I'm going to call him Joss because I've called him Joss my whole life. Sorry, uh, you might hear that a few times, Jose. But Joss is shocked. He's shocked that, that P.K. Subban is, is, is acting this way. Where have you been, Joe? I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Where have you been these last six, seven years when he's been doing this on a regular basis at the Bell Center? In case you haven't been paying attention, Joss, I, just, just in case, there's another move. Get ready for this one where he scores and he goes and he jumps into the glass. And, and I, you, you might want to think about that one because, you know, he, he might skate away from teammates there too. And it might be seen as disrespectful by you too. Not, 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 not to mention that it's a complete insult to Nashville and their entire organization because that assumes that Nashville had no clue this was the kind of player they were going to get. Nashville had no idea that P.K. Subban was going to be P.K. Subban, according to Jose Tador, if we're going to follow his logic. Unbelievable. And it's kind of funny, too, because at the end of the game, he could have had a good reason to freak out on P.K. Subban, which was P.K. Subban was being P.K. Subban and took a bad penalty. And there's a perfect opportunity to yell at the screen, like, why are you taking a bad penalty and threatening to you know, have your team tie and possibly lose in the last minutes of the game. Now, there's a reason to get mad, but no. He's going to get mad at how he scored a really important power play goal. Yeah, Nashville had no idea P.K. Subban was going to pump his fists and be P.K. Subban, you know. And why in the world is TV Aspal promoting Nashville games with... A guy who possibly might do this every time the Nashville Predators play. Uh, You know, because I don't see P.K. Subban stopping being P.K. Subban. I'm sorry, Joe. Joss. It's not going to happen. Why do you have this guy who can't keep his crap together, you know, on the Nashville broadcast? Because I guarantee you this, there's more people people watching this broadcast that like P.K. Subban and they're watching it because they want to see him play and they like his game than there are haters. Yes, there are some haters who want to watch him fail and that didn't happen the other night. I mean, Jose, come on, man, you know? I, 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 you're really coming in from like a far left field here. Really coming in far. And... and I was about to say at the you know the funny part is here's the how disrespectful it was to the teammates of Nashville. They have a tradition of they have a chain that they give to the MVP of the game that's voted by the players. Guess who got it? PK Subban. So they seem to be pretty happy with him now. I don't know maybe over time they'll get annoyed with him, but they know at least what they have, and if that ends up bothering them well like it's bothering jose tador obviously well that's their own problem but something tells me nashville knows what they're doing a little more than jose tador you know and uh, you know 
not to mention, I mean, Jose Theodore. I, this is the same guy who after, who, after he signed his big contract with the Montreal Canadiens, immediately went out and bought two diamond earrings. I believe it, it was two, or was it one? Well, he bought diamond earrings and wore them proudly during at least one season, where and then I think he was told he had to take them off. I mean, for a guy with, you know, if I may say, has such flair in quotation marks, for him to be criticizing another man's flair, and that is what it is, it's flair. That's all it is. It's flair. You score a goal, you get excited, you show flair, is beyond hypocrisy. I mean, talk about throwing rocks in glass houses, Jose. I, I you know, you know, maybe, maybe you should just go home and leave the Nashville broadcast alone. Maybe... You know, you should stay at home, watch it on TV, and get mad at your TV, you know, while you're polishing your diamond earrings. Maybe that's a better place for you. Because, Jose, and here I'm talking to more of the haters in general of P.K. Subban, eventually, you're going to get called out for hating for different reasons. You know, you could hate a player's play, you can even hate his personality, you know, but eventually it's going to go too far. And if this is as flimsy of a thing as that's going to piss you off, you watched him celebrate this way for seven years, I, I, you have absolutely nothing to stand on. And Jose, you know, that's why you're firmly implanted this week in the ugly. Really disappointing. Keep him off the Nashville broadcast, please. On behalf of all PK Subban fans, TVA, you know, Jose could stay home. You know, uh, send him to the miniature rink where he can play with his friends. Anyways, that, that's all for this week. I think it's a good way to end. It's a good little rant. Uh, I was really disappointed in Jose. You know, I really didn't expect people to criticize PK in the, in the second, especially in the second intermission. Because he hadn't taken that penalty yet. Up to that point, he had played literally a perfect game. So, so to have someone so upset just seems so out of place and so just wrong and weird. I, I just, I really don't understand, and I'm surprised it didn't get as much coverage or I didn't hear it. I, I don't know. But Jose Teodor, firmly implanted in this week's uglia, and I'm gonna, you know, keep watching those Nashville games because yikes. So, go Habs go. Let's hope they keep winning this week and, uh, you know, keep it up. Uh, I think they will get better. I'm hoping they get better because if they get worse, they're going to start losing hockey games. Uh, Carey Price is coming back, so uh, we have our number one in nets, hopefully at some point this week, if not by the end of the week. And we can get to uh, some, some, some much more, you know hockey that I can live with to be honest uh, I don't feel great right now uh, about how the Canadians are playing I'm happy with the three points and uh, I'll bank them and I wish everyone an absolutely wonderful week and we'll see you next week on the Angry Habs Fan Podcast Show take care <laughs>